I sometimes read uh, public domain books here on Leaves of Glen. And they were written a long time ago, uh, so they're usually uh, racist or sexist or bigoted. Uh, but in there somewhere and all that is a, a story, and that's why those stories are famous. Other times, I read uh, works from independent authors, and they're delightfully not racist, but they might have adult language or adult situations. So that's your warning, uh, but I'm sure you uh, are grown up enough to handle it. Don't write to me complaining. Well, what's new with me? Eh, dead rabbits. I got, uh, after all the work I've done trying to keep vermin out of my basement, from mice to flies, uh... I thought I won the war. I sealed up a bunch of cracks in the foundation around my house, and I thought, ah, look at that, my basement's clean and quiet, there's no flies everywhere, I'm not constantly checking mouse traps and finding dead mice, like, this is great. And then, uh, a couple days go by, and I feel like, ah, well, look at that, I think I won. And then a bunch of flies flood in. And I was convinced they must be coming up from the drain, because where else would these things come from? Well, they come from somewhere because a rabbit died outside under my deck. And it must have been there for a while because by the time I smelled it this morning uh, and I looked under the deck, that thing had been there for quite a long time, covered in disgusting maggots. So that explains all the flies. Uh, so I went ahead and I got that thing out of there and cleaned it all up and ran around caulking and trying to seal up more cracks. I'm just uh, exhausted. It's been a long summer trying to get progress on anything. And that's pretty much it. Uh, I don't know if I already said this in the last episode. I can't remember what the heck I said in the last episode, but I had a, a maintenance guy come down to clean the drains uh, in the basement. And uh, I think he probably put himself in quite the COVID danger because uh, he went to uh, Wisconsin Water Park, the Wisconsin Dells, and I guess he went to some outdoor, uh, outdoor concert afterwards, so he's been spending all this time around people, and he wasn't wearing a mask around me while he was doing the work, so I can't imagine that he's bright enough to do it while he's out in public, so I'm just counting down the days, that was last Wednesday, uh, just waiting, I got till Wednesday, so I sort of show any symptoms, uh, and the symptoms from people I've heard of are terrifying. One guy went to the hospital because of how bad he was doing uh, with his lungs. And once he recovered and went home, he had a freaking heart attack and had to go back again. Because COVID doesn't just attack the lungs, it uh, attacks other organs. So that's horrible. I got that staring at me. Uh, but no other reason to dive into a delightful summertime book. So with that, let's get into chapter 25 and 26 of The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Well, let's learn a little more about... Uh, Samuel Langhorn Clemens, also known as Mark Twain. Uh, biography, yourdictionary.com, the more boring one, is uh, his views on religion 
were rather uh, different from the views held during his youth when he was brought up as a Presbyterian. So we'll knock that off the list. Totally not interesting. Though I did look up uh, what was his racial views, especially while writing this book or in his life. Um, I couldn't find anything definitive. It was either people that were really against him and thought he was really racist or people that were really for him uh, being progressive for his time. So uh, what I can figure out is there's pros and there's cons from what I've gathered. The pros being that uh, he was against slavery, even though his father and grandfather used to hold slaves back when it was normal for rich people to do that. Uh, So I guess that's, you know, rising above the situation. Uh, He paid paid for the Yale Law School education of Joe McGinnis, which is Thurgood Marshall's mentor. Uh, And he helped raise money for the NAACP. And his masterpiece, Huckleberry Finn, was in part a social uh, critique of slavery. So those things show that he was uh, progressive for his time, at least, uh, considering. The cons? Lifelong prejudices against Native Americans, uh, which would explain why... Uh, Injun Joe in this book that we've been reading is just a thug and has no personality or depth or anything. He also didn't like the Chinese, which seems bizarre. Uh, I don't know why. Like, how many run-ins was he having with Chinese people or people from China? I don't understand. So, uh, my history there is lacking. I don't know. I know that there was a time when there was an influx of immigrants from China Uh, over on the West Coast, so maybe that was his problem. I don't know. I don't know enough about him, where he lived, or, uh, you know, the history of immigration. So, he also wrote two essays on Jews that have been uh, thought of as pretty bigoted. So, Jewish people, Asian people, and Native American peoples. Uh, So, he can't win them all. He's not going to be a perfect bastion for uh, progressiveness, but uh, I don't know. So, didn't really answer the question, so why don't we find out more about Fred Astaire? Turns out, besides famously being a, uh, an abuser to his children, uh, Cupid's arrow. Uh, his first lady interest was Ginger Roger. Uh, that didn't last long. They got together for the last time in the movie called The Barkley of Broadway, a Technicolor movie. He married... He married to Phyllis Potter in 1933. She died of lungs cancer later. (laughs) There's the writing I was looking for. In 1957, even after announcing his retirement with 30 musical movies in 25 years, Fred switched to television. Uh, We'll read one more. The end of the journey. Fred Astaire's journey ended when he was 88 due to pneumonia on the 22nd of June, 1987 leaving behind his teaching and aspirations. Well, when I was in the seventh grade. Well, with that, let's dive into the next few chapters of our story. Chapter 25 Ah, there comes a time in every rightly constructed boy's life when he has a raging desire to go somewhere and dig for hidden treasure. Oh, this again? Didn't he already do this? This desire suddenly came upon Tom one day... He sallied out to find Joe Harper, but failed of success. Next, he sought Ben Rogers. Eh, he had gone fishing. 
presently stumbled upon Huck Finn, uh, the red-handed. Huck would answer. Tom took him to a private place and opened the matter to him confidentially. Huck was willing. Huck was always willing to take a hand in any enterprise that offered entertainment and required no capital. For he had a troublesome uh, superabundance of that sort of time, which is not money. Uh, Where'll we dig, said Huck. Ah, most anywhere. Uh, why, is it hid all around? No, indeed it ain't. It's hid in mighty particular places, Huck. Sometimes uh, inlands, uh, sometimes in rotten chests under the end of a limb of an old dead tree, just where the shadow falls at midnight. Uh, but mostly under the floor of uh, haunted houses. Uh, who, uh, who hides it? Why, robbers, of course. Uh, who'd you reckon? Sunday school superintendents? <laughs> no, I don't know. If twas mine, I wouldn't hide it. I'd spend it and have a good time. So would I, but robbers don't do that way. They always hide it and leave it there. Don't they uh, come after it anymore? No, they think they will, but uh, generally forget the marks or else they die. Anyway, it lays there a long time and gets rusty. And by and by, somebody finds an old yellow paper that tells how to find the marks. Yeah, a paper that's got to be ciphered over about a week because it's mostly signs and hieroglyphics. Uh, 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 hi- hiero witch? Uh, hieroglyphics, you know, pictures and things, you know, uh, they don't seem uh, to mean anything. Have you got one of those papers, Tom? Ah, uh, no. Well, then, uh, how are you, you going to find the marks? Well, I don't want any marks. Oh, they always bury it under a haunted house, or uh, or an island, or under a dead tree that's got uh, one, lung, one limb sticking out. Well, we tried Jackson's Island a little, but we can uh, try it again sometime. But there's the old haunted house uh, up the stillhouse branch, and there's Lots of dead tree limbs. Oh, dead loads of them. Is it under, uh, is it under all of them? Ah, uh, how you talk? No. And then how do you know what you're gonna go, which one you're gonna go for? Oh, you go for all of them. Oh, why, Tom, it'll take all summer. Yeah, well, what of it? Uh, suppose you find a brass pot with a hundred dollars in it, all rusty and gray, or a rotten chest full of diamonds. Uh, how's that? Huck's eyes glowed. Ah, uh, that's bully. Plenty bully enough for me. Uh, just you give me the hundred dollars and I don't want no diamonds. All right, I'll bet you I ain't gonna throw off uh, diamonds. Uh, some of them's worth twenty dollars a piece. There ain't any, hardly, but it's worth six bits or a dollar. Now, is that so? Oh, certainly. Anybody will tell you. Haven't you ever seen one, Huck? Uh, not as I remember. Oh, kings have slathers of them. Well, I don't, I don't owe no kings, Tom. I reckon you don't. But if you was to go to Europe, you'd see a raft of them hopping around. Ooh, do they hop? Hop? Your granny, no. Well, what'd you say they did that for? Oh, shucks, I only meant you'd see them, not hopping, of course. Uh, what they? What do they want to hop for? But, I mean, you'd just see them scattered around, you know, in a general sort of way, like an old uh, humpback Richard. Uh, uh, Richard? Uh, what's his other name? I didn't have any other name. Kings don't have any but a given name. No? Yeah, but they don't. Well, if they like it, Tom, all right, but I I don't want to be a king and have only just a, a given name. Ooh, like an N-word, and that's the real N-word right there. Ooh, boy. Ooh, that one stands out, just leaps out of the page. Oh, that's, oh, that's breathtaking. But say, where, where are you going to dig first? Well, I don't know. Suppose we tackle that old dead limb tree on the hill, the uh, other side of the stillhouse branch. I am agreed. So they got a crippled pick and a shovel, and they went out their three-mile tramp. 
They arrived hot and panting and threw themselves down in the shade of a neighboring elm to rest and have a smoke. Oh, I do like this, said Tom. So do I. Uh, say, Huck, if we find a treasure here, uh, what are you going to do with your share? Oh, well, I'll, I'll have pie. Oh, and a glass of soda. Every day. And I'll go to every circus that comes along. I, I, bet, they, I bet they have a gay time. Well, ain't you, ain't you going to save any of it? Uh, save it? What for? Oh, so as to have something to live on, you know, by and by. Oh, that ain't no use. Pap would come back and uh, to Thishier Town someday. Thishier Town someday. And get his claws on it if I didn't hurry up. And I tell you, he'd clean it out pretty quick. Uh, what you gonna do with yours, Tom? Well, I'm gonna buy a new drum. And sure enough, sword and a red necktie. Ah, and a bullpup. And I uh, get married. Married? Uh, yeah, that's it. Tom, you, why, you ain't in your right mind. Oh, wait, you'll see. Well, what's a foolish uh, thing you could do? Sorry, uh, a message popped up on my computer and I got distracted. Well, that's the foolishest thing, <laughs> foolishest thing you could do. Look at Pap, ah, my mother. Fight, why, they used to fight all the time. I remember mighty well. Uh, that ain't everything. The girl I'm going to marry won't fight. Oh, Tom, I reckon they're all alike. They'll all call my body. Now you better think about this a while. I'll, I'll tell you better. Yeah, what's the name of this gal? That ain't a gal at all. It's a, it's a girl. Oh, it's all the same, I reckon. Some say gal, some say girls. Both, right? Uh, like enough. Anyway, what's her name, Tom? Well, I'll tell you sometime, not now. Oh, all right, that'll do. Only if you get married, I'll be more lonesomer than ever. Ah, no, you won't. You'll come and live with me. I'll t- <laughs> now stir out of this, and we'll go to digging. Can you imagine being married, and all of a sudden this grubby Huck Finn uh, shows up and just starts living at your house? Oh, they worked and sweated for a half an hour. No result. They toiled another half hour? Eh, still no result. Huck said, Did they always bury it as deep as this? Sometimes, not always. Eh, not generally, I reckon. We haven't got the right place. So they chose a new spot and began again. Uh, the labor dragged a little, but still they made progress. Uh, they pegged away in silence for some time. Finally, Huck leaned on his shovel, swabbed the beaded drops from his brow with his sleeve, and said, uh, Where are you going to dig next after we get this one? I reckon we'll tackle the old tree that's over yonder on Cardiff Hill, uh, back of the widows. I reckon that'll be a good one. But won't the widow take it away from us, Tom? It's on her land. She take it away? Uh, maybe she'd like to try once. Whoever finds one of these hid treasures, it belongs to him. It don't make any difference whose land it's on. That was satisfactory. The work went on, and by and by, Huck said, Blame it. We must be in the wrong place again. What do you think? It is mighty curious, Huck. I don't understand it. Uh, sometimes witches interfere. I reckon maybe that's what's the trouble now. Ah, shucks, witches. They got no power in the daytime. Well, that's so. Uh, I didn't think of that. Oh, I know what the matter is. What a blame lot of fools we are. We gotta find out where the shadow of the limb falls at midnight. Ah, that's where you dig. Then consound it, we've fooled away all this work for nothing. Now, hang it all. We gotta come back in the night. It's an awful long way. Uh, can you get out? Oh, I bet I will. Because we've got to do it tonight, too. Because if somebody sees these holes, they'll know in a minute what's here, and they'll go for it. Well, I'll come around and, and meow 
tonight. Oh, all right. Let's hide the tools in the bushes. The boys were there that night. About the appointed time, they sat in the shadow waiting. It was a lonely place, and an hour made solemn by old traditions. Spirits whispered in the rustling leaves, and ghosts lurked in the murky nooks. The deep bang of a hound floated up out in the distance, and an owl answered with its sexual note. The boys were subdued by these solemnities and talked little. By and by, they judged that twelve had come. They marked where the shadow fell and began to dig. Their hopes commenced to rise, their interest grew stronger, and their industry kept pace with it. The hole deepened, and still deepened, but every time their hearts jumped to hear the pick strike upon something, they only suffered a new disappointment. It's only a stone, or a chunk. At last, Tom said, It ain't use, Huck. Uh, we're, we're wrong again. Well, we can't be that wrong. We spotted the shatter to a dot. I know it. Uh, but then there's another thing. Uh, what's that? Why, we only guessed at time. Like enough, it was too late or too early. Huck dropped his shovel. Well, that's it, he said. That's the very trouble. We gotta give this one up. We can't ever tell the right time. And besides, uh, this kind of thing is too awful. There's a time of night with witches and ghosts fluttering around, so I feel as if something's behind me all the time. And I'm a fear to turn around uh, because maybe there's others in our front waiting for a chance. I've been creeping all over, or ever since I got here. Well, I've been pretty much so, too, Huck. Uh, they, they most always put a dead man in when they bury a treasure under a tree, so uh, look out for it. Oh, Lordy. Ah, uh, yes, they do. I've always heard that. Oh, Tom, I don't like to fool around so much when there's dead people. Uh, a body's bound to get in trouble with them, sure. Oh, I don't like to stir them up, either. I suppose this one here is a, a stick to his skull out of to say something. Oh, don't, Tom. That's awful. Well, it just is, Huck. I don't feel comfortable a bit. Say, Tom, let's give this place up and try somewhere else. All right, I reckon we better. Well, what'll it be? Tom considered for a while, then he said, The haunted house, that's it. Ah, oh, blame it, I don't like haunted houses, Tom. Why, they're a darn sight worse than dead people. Dead people might talk, maybe, but they don't come sliding around in a shroud when you ain't noticing and peep over your shoulder all of a sudden with their grit their teeth and the way the ghost does. I couldn't stand such a thing as that, Tom. Nobody could. Yes, but, Huck, ghosts don't travel around only at night. Uh, they don't hinder us from digging there in the daytime. Well, that's so, but you know mighty well people don't go about in a haunted house in the day nor the night. Well, that's mostly because they don't like to go where a man's been murdered. Anyway, there's nothing ever been so uh, seen around that house except in the night. Just some uh, blue lights slipping by the windows. Uh, no regular ghosts. Oh, well. Where you see one of them, uh, blue lights flicking around town, you can bet there's a ghost uh, mighty close behind it. It stands to reason. Because, you know, that they uh, don't anybody but ghosts use them. Yes, that's so. But anyway, they don't come around in the daytime. So what's the use of being afeard? Oh, well, all right. Let's tackle the haunted house if you say so, but I reckon it's taking chances. They'd started down the hill by this time. There, in the middle of the moonlit valley, uh, below them, stood the haunted house, utterly isolated. Its fences gone long ago, rank weeds smothering the very doorsteps. The chimney, oh, crumbled to ruin, and the window sashes vacant. The corner of the roof caved in. The boys gazed a while. 
half expecting to see a blue light flit past the window, and talking in low tone as befitted the time and the circumstances, they struck far off to the right to give the haunted house a wide berth, and uh, took their way homeward through the woods that adorned the rearward side of Cardiff Hill. Oh, what? I'm stopping there? Yes. Because I got to go pick up my oldest daughter from her, her very f- first adorable uh, job. So, uh, that's the reason why I rarely ever record when I have kids here, because they eat up all my time. Even now as I speak, my youngest daughter has a friend over, and they're sitting upstairs, and I can hear them all the way down here in the basement. Which means that they can hear me, which is embarrassing. Which is why I never do this. So thanks for listening, and I'll record uh, uh, maybe tomorrow. <laughs>